Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Texas Whiskey Crew. My name's Steve. I'm Nick. I'm Dave. Hey, y'all. So, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we are uh, coming off a quick video we just did on Fourgate. You say quick. That was actually a pretty, I feel like it was pretty lengthy. Yeah, it was a good video. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. We, a, lot of, a lot of details. Seven lot of or eight minutes, which yeah. seems to be the, the sweet spot right now. Oh, I felt like it was an hour. It wasn't quite an hour, Nick. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm next, so nervous on camera. Next time, just don't lay down while we're videoing. It's probably better that I way. I think if I just got more drunk during the video, it would be better and less drunk during the audio. That's kind of where I need to be. Okay. So we just okay. need to plan that a little bit. Next, next time, time. We'll, we'll record after we do the podcast. Oh, that'd be really bad. That's probably not good. We'll probably get demonetized if we ever even got monetized. So if you're looking for like some entertainment, maybe we'll start shooting, shooting, shooting video when uh, Nick's hammered and we'll do our podcast when he's sober. So, no? Yeah. I mean, I'm down for whatever. We can give it a go. Probably not. If there is no video after the next one, then you know what happened. <laughs> and we skipped that week. <laughs> like a lot of podcasts and no videos for some reason. We're not going to do that. But... Um, so, as we always do, we might as well uh, talk about what the heck, if anything, has been going on um, this week. Not not even in Bourbon News, because there's really nothing out there. But uh, how about, uh, what did y'all do this week? I mean, what, what happened since the last time I saw y'all? Well, you saw us at the Super Bowl party, so. Oh, I did. The Super Bowl happened. What do we think of that? Um, no matter who you go for, I hope you're happy with the results. That being said, I do believe the Philadelphia Eagles got screwed out of out of the. Their freaking players play. said he held his jersey. Yes, but that's not the problem. The problem is you're allowed to within five yards, I believe, of the line because you're kind of like facing off the line. The question is how far off that line was he? Well, more than five yards, then okay. I feel in a Super Bowl is probably a call that maybe shouldn't have gotten made. They had been calling season. stuff like that all night, and then they finally call it at yeah. the end. It's a little much, a little much. Well, I feel like what hurts the most is oh uh, is when you when you fumble the football that results Worst in two ever. two different uh, two different scores. So we're not even going to blame it on that penalty on the end. And if you're an Eagles fan and that's what you're blaming it on, honestly, uh, two fumbles by the quarterback is not going to help you win a Super Bowl. Absolutely, and I will have to say that it was by far one of the best Super Bowls I've seen in a very long time. Um, How about the halftime show? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's like buying a bottle of 50 proof freaking bourbon. It sucks. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, Rihanna's- it's, I mean, let's all agree. It's going to be really hard to beat last year's. Last year's was freaking oh, dude. amazing. Yeah. Eminem, Snoop, 50, Dr. Dre. I mean, Mary J. Blige, like, God. Yeah. I mean, hitters. Rihanna's Pregnant. Great and all, and apparently pregnant. <laughs> and um, I saw a funny, I shouldn't even bring it up, but I saw a funny comment on something I was looking at. But the lady said, you know, Rihanna did her performance while pregnant, and then she brought all the sperm that didn't make it to perform with her. All those people. <laughs> <in> the- <laughs> I did hear a joke. They said Rihanna brought her unborn child, and it got to the Super Bowl for the Detroit Lions did, or something like that. It was so I saw somebody funny. post that Rihanna's had more Super Bowl appearances than Dak. So <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> a little rough. That's what it was. Her unborn child has more Super Bowl. That's right. That's yeah, true. So. That said, you know, honestly, she she made a hell of a lot of money on that, and uh, in, in props for doing that, pregnant, whatever. But Chris Stapleton, uh, in my opinion, oh my kicked gosh. ass, man. That that had to be probably the 
best rendition of the national anthem that I've heard personally. I, you know, and I appreciate his music, but gosh, man, yeah. that, that was moving. That was, that was really, really good. It really was. It was, was simple. Coach of the Eagles crying. Is that what yeah. And a couple of players. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, just, it just, it, I think it, it held a lot of emotion and, well, and sure. he did a hell of a good performance. His so. tempo, I think uh, allows so much more feeling and meaning into what he does and his music's that way too. Absolutely. It's so funny if you see him in concert. He's, I mean, the music's awesome, of course, but it's like he doesn't know how to entertain in between. He'd be like, all right, I'm going to have another drink. And then goes to his <laughs> next song. Like, he doesn't know how to talk, but God damn, he can sing, man. Oh, he can. Yeah. So, uh, other Super Bowl things. Uh, so, we had some, uh, some historical moments there. So, we had uh, uh, two Texas. Yep, high school quarterbacks, quarterbacks. playing right. against each other, um, and from what I understand, two African American quarterbacks, yeah. right? So that was a first on a lot of different things, and we had an all female flyover. Yep. Uh, so some pretty some pretty cool stuff happened for the first time at that Super Bowl, and it was a good game to watch. I mean, honestly, it really was. Yeah, no, the whole thing and the whole performance was at least was it wasn't a blowout. Well. At least it wasn't you know anything crazy. You know? Yeah, there was some scoring. There was good defense. You know, sometimes it's so lopsided, or you either have a Low scoring, boring ass game, or a blowout on one side, and if it's your team and you're doing the blowout, I'm sure it's probably fun. But for anybody else who's watching, who's not fully invested one way or another, it's yeah. So what you're saying is it's not like the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl uh, who, way who back. The Broncos is that a team? Yet? Yeah, come on now. Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, they they got a new they, they got a new coach. You know, we got the uh, we got we got Sean Payton now. So. Yep. that's very cool. It'll be interesting to see what happens next year. Yep. So for those that don't know, uh, um. Even though my team sucks, I'm still a, a diehard Broncos fan. I can't, you know, I can't let down on my boys. They're gonna, they're gonna come around one of these days. Hey, you have no worries. Um, you know, I was in Michigan a couple weeks back. We were talking about it, and one of the guys whose house we visited, Michael Klein, is a huge Detroit Lions fan. So he was uh, lucky enough to where he got some of the leather uh, seats from like the boxes, and he got them in his house. I told him that's very awesome that you got to use those seats that no one else ever will. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up, man. That hurts a That's little. Awesome. Yeah, he got him in his man cave, so it's pretty cool. That's really cool. But yeah, so <clears throat> a little football talk. We 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 got the Super Bowl aside. Um, since we're on that topic, uh, since we've got so many listeners out there that want to know what our thoughts are on stuff. Um, <laughs> how about let's uh, let's toss out some um, projections for Super Bowl next year. Uh, and let's let's make this a little interesting here for us for uh, for us here in our crew. So okay, um, Cowboys all the way undefeated. All right, <laughs> that's, Sorry, I thought we were making jokes. That, that's funny, and you that know, is every Cowboys fan after the Super Bowl. Yeah, next oh, year's our year. Next year's our year. It's our year, baby. Hope so. But all right, in all honesty, where you at, Nick? We'll we'll figure out what we're gonna do if uh, somebody grabs on. I don't know what's gonna happen with the draft and stuff. Obviously, um, just take a stab in the dark. I think it'll be close again. I think it's gonna be. Probably Chiefs again. Mahomes is really good. Um, I have a hate hate relationship for different reasons we don't need to go into with the Chiefs. Um, I hate him too, but I had to root for him. I wanted to root for the Eagles because one of our friends is a diehard fan, and she was in Vegas. And she, I thought the, I thought it was in Vegas. That's why I was like, oh, that's awesome. She gets to go to the game. But she was at Vegas it's watching close. it. Yeah, it was close. It was in Arizona. Um, she was at. Vegas. She had a she rented a couch, like least you know had a couch for the yeah, night. Yeah, a sports stuff, book like or whatever. Sport, yeah, so she was super excited, and I honestly wanted them to win for her because she's such a big fan. I, it just sucks for her. She's such a nice person. <laughs> so I do feel bad. And when was the last time the Eagles won, man? 
I can't honestly. I don't remember. I know they probably said the stat, but I just don't remember. They don't. They don't have a ton, a ton of. Yeah, and the Chiefs just won a couple years ago, so it's like I was gonna say. I want to. The Eagles were probably in the seventies. Holy shit! I hope it wasn't that long ago. No, no, it's been it's been a minute. I mean, we can probably look it up. We got yeah, cell we phones, phones, but and stuff. But the the reality behind that is, um, I'm gonna you know the Chiefs are are mortal enemy for. Uh, Broncos fans, it's, we're, oh, all, we're, okay. in the, we're in the same division. It's it's a tough game. We always like, and my wife, uh, for those that don't know, was was born in Kansas. There's a defining line in Kansas, though, because um, there's a certain point in the middle of nowhere as you're driving through the flat barrenness of nothing uh, that you transition from being a Denver Broncos fan to a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and that's about halfway. She was born right on that line, so I think she had one one leg on one side, one leg on the other. So I think she still has a little bit of love for the Chiefs out there, and uh, but some love for the Broncos too. But I, you know, I always uh, the Chiefs kind of rank up there with the Raiders. The Raiders suck way worse, but uh, the Chiefs, on the other hand. Uh, they're just they're just not my favorite, but they're they're a great team, and I really do like Patrick Mahomes though, and Kelsey Kelsey on both sides, oh, both yeah. Kelseys. Both I mean, Kelsey, those guys yeah. are hard not to like. They're incredible freaking athletes, dude. Who I mean, having two in the Super Bowl is crazy, you know, from different teams and stuff like that. But just having two sons and they've both made it to the NFL is. I mean, that's crazy. That's that such doesn't an accomplishment, happen, man. Right you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's right. You got two. We, 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 all three of us have two kids. So, well, Nick has more, but like 13, I think Nick I has know. like 13 kids, but we're not <laughs> sure where all of them are. Um, they haven't found me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But okay. But can you imagine though, as a parent, I mean, I think about this, but how, I mean, how do you genuinely react on that? You know, you're, you, you're, you have to feel happy for one, right? And sad for the other. But I mean, such a conflicting thing. I mean, you just remain neutral. Do you just walk up with a straight face and be like, yep. Yeah. No. And I mean, the mom did a, uh, an interview right before the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sounds like the type of family dynamic that they have that they were going to come through it. Okay. Like she, yeah. she had a hell of an interview and, um, you know, I think and if you were in that situation, you know, obviously your kids know that you love them and support them and, and that kind of thing. And um, you're going to be sad for the one that loses, but you're going to be over the moon for the one that wins. And um, I think that's one of the only times that, you know, you get to have those types of like you lost, but you played really good and hard. <laughs> no, that doesn't always work when it's a Super Bowl and you're an adult. But honestly, she did a good job. I saw her talking to her son uh, on the Eagles and gave him a big hug. Um, so props to her. What a badass experience it is to have two kids playing against each other in, in you know, the biggest game in the world. So it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It's it, how you play the game. No, it matters if you win or lose. <laughs> So real quick, um, I was way off on when the um, (laughs) Eagles won the Super Bowl. They've only won it once, and that was in 2018. Oh, wow. Really? Not very long. Who'd they play? Oh, fuck. I didn't go that no, far. He didn't go, it ain't the Giants. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we didn't finish our Super Bowl prediction. So Nick's thing is going to be... I, I feel like the Chiefs, the Chiefs oh, yeah, yeah. are doing really good. They have a really good setup. I don't foresee any big changes. I just... I feel like... I don't think the Eagles are going to do it again next year. I just don't. Again, we don't know what's going to happen with... Uh, Jalen Hurts is a badass quarterback, though, man. Even 100%. though he messed up, he's still a solid Yeah, I'm not blaming him at all. I just... I, I mean, I guess I should honestly go more towards the Eagles because what was their record like? Fourteen or thirteen? 13 and, yeah, thirteen and one. I yeah, think. that's yeah. insane, I mean, dude. Man. They were they were a tough team to beat. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's almost. I mean, that's literally almost perfect. They lost one game. They lost to a shitty team, if I remember correctly. I thought the 49ers were. Did they lose go. the Bengals? 
I think that's their one loss was like to the Bengals. It was I think, some I think stupid it might have been, yeah. yeah. Well, that's usually the way it works. Yeah. I mean, even the Texans win a game here and there. So sorry for all those Texans fans. Yeah, uh, there aren't any. What, what do we? <laughs> <laughs> there, there were seven people in the stadium last time. No, Lord, why can't I find this? Hang on, just a second. All right, he's still looking at his phone on stuff. Um, he needs his readers. Give him a second. He does. Oh, Patriots. Oh, uh, okay. ooh. ooh. No. That was old. Yes. Was that that was Brady? That, that was, was Brady, Brady, right? Yeah, it was yeah. Brady's Patriots. Yeah. Now Brady is making more money talking about oh football than he God. ever made playing the damn Isn't that game. Insane? So it was like what three hundred thirty-five something it was like that. Stupid. It was some uncolly amount of money. Yeah, thirty million. Why? Like that. Yeah, why you ever came back for one more year? That was going to end. I mean, why not end on top? Well, he or, was on top, and or you know, he was on top, and then it. then she left him, and now he's just on the bottom. I mean, we don't know if that's why. No, we know. She said that. Oh, Jesus. Because he was on top and no, he went to nope, the bottom. No, nope. no, She said that if you keep playing football and don't focus on your family, then, hey, I'm out. And she left. Yeah. And oh. now he's got a leather ball to play with. Well, his new, like, girlfriend or whatever is a lot younger, so. There's Probably. That. There's that. Did he find her? that Leonardo DiCaprio system. <laughs> <laughs> Once they hit 21, they're too old. <laughs> 25. 25. Oh, I'm telling you. Well, hopefully he starts eating some good shit and doesn't focus on all that. Well, he immediately dropped that underwear commercial, which is a big hit. I don't know if y'all saw that. Oh, where he posed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He got a lot of flack for that. But He did, but I mean, it's it's very, uh, what is that called? What kind of marketing is that? I'm I'm just not good tonight. Shock? Shock marketing? Kind of like shock and all. Yeah, but it's called something else. I'm, I'm just not. I'm, I'm everywhere tonight. Yep. You're banging into the mic. Everything. I am. <laughs> so we're going with Super Bowl... 58. Yeah, Nick says, Nick says the Chiefs are going to be Chiefs, there. I think will be there. I mean, honestly, I think the... It, I, man, it just depends on how the draft goes. That's 100% what it comes down to. It just depends on who gets drafted and how well they perform. Well, maybe. I mean, there's a lot of established you have to get teams. Like a, yeah, you have to get a really you good know, setup. A rookie quarterback might make a difference on a team, but I don't know that they're going to... Number one draft pick quarterback, maybe not. Maybe a, a running back, you know, maybe kind of help you out if you have a good quarterback. I mean, it's little things, but... I don't see the Eagles making it back on just unfortunately, but um, I agree. But it sucks saying that because they were thirteen and one. I don't know, man. They're, they're pretty damn good. They're going to be a tough team. I just, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. I don't know. Um, I think the Chiefs probably have a good shot. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the other one's really hard, and it, I, it, like I said, it sucks saying that because you would think that you'd be the Eagles and maybe send another team, but I just I feel like the Chiefs are just kind of there. They know what they're doing. It's not the first time in the last couple of years they've been there, you know? How about so, like 49, 49ers are going to be pretty good? 49ers, Dolphins, what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean. All right. The Dolphins are always so good in the beginning of the year and then just garbage. Wait. Everybody's going to be like, Steve, you know what team I've Steve not heard a this. single thing about this year? The Dolphins. They weren't a bad team this year. No, they really weren't a bad team. They weren't apparently very good because I haven't heard anything. They weren't great, but they won a few games that nobody expected them to win. I think they got potential. With a couple good picks, they're going to be there. Just like the Texans, they might win three games next season. They might. That's a stretch. What did they win? Like two this year? They oh god, was it that low? I think they tied one. Well, it's really one. smart. You just keep losing a couple years in a row. So you get those good draft picks, and then you you know do good after that. Well, I mean, everybody's got to rebuild. And no matter what sport you look at, there's always a couple of years of rebuilding. The Broncos are rebuilding right now. They're they three, suck. thirteen, and one. 
three. The Cowboys have been rebuilding since what 1992. Texans were three, thirteen, or something. and one. But the Colts were far behind with four, twelve, and one. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, so we've so elimin- we've eliminated that- <laughs> a few <laughs> that we could pretty much guarantee. You just go with the Colts it. as a joke, and you make a bet in Vegas. You make an ungodly amount of money. So. <laughs> We've managed to talk about sports for 16 minutes. Um, my apologies. So I know y'all are out there listening to us uh, to talk about whiskey, bourbon, and uh, all the things that surround that. So why don't we, uh, let's put a few minutes into what we talked about on the video. Um, I mentioned before we talked about Fourgate. Uh, Nick, you want to lead us into a little bit about uh, kind of who founded that, where they're from, when they were released? Yeah, so we'll go back to where we were at the beginning. Uh, it was a collaboration between Bill Straub and Bob D'Antoni. Uh, Bill Straub considers himself as the CBO, which is the chief bourbon officer. He is the editor-in-chief of Modern Thirst magazine. It's modernthirst.com also, website. Um, Bob D'Antoni is um, pretty much just a businessman from Louisville. Um, he's got lots of connections, stuff like that, and that's how he actually got into bourbon was he made deals and trades and got bourbon, and that's how they got started. Their first batch was on April 19th. 2019, it was 123.4 proof because they don't go low on the proof. That's and that might be why we like them. <laughs> that's right. And I think that's probably why we like them. And I think that's why uh, they're a pretty pricey bottle uh, retail on those guys. They are uh, proud of them. About 175. Yep. 175, 200 bucks. You know, you're going to, you're going to pay for it, but gosh, it's, it's freaking good. And I'm not disappointed with any of their, their releases up there. They ship to about eight states, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, Indiana, Texas, uh, Florida, Illinois. Um, but you can also order online if you aren't in those states. So there's Sealbox, which is a normal one. Bourbon Outfitters, we all know and love. And then Caskers. Um, usually they're not too, too crazy on the pricing on those websites for these kind of bottles. But that's because they go out instantly. So if you're not there waiting on it when it drops, if it's not like a normal iteration like the new one, um, you you got to be there ready to go. Well, and that's what I was going to ask. So their normal iteration apparently is going to be a little more visible. A little, yes. You'll find it apparently a little bit more. It's going to be in all markets. They're pushing it to be in all markets. They're making it more consistent with the tasting notes and the flavor profiles. They're trying to keep it as consistent as possible. Um, I don't know if that goes with proof too. This one was 116 proof. Um, I don't know if that's going to change, You know, but they are trying their hardest to kind of keep it. Uh, to a set standard for themselves. Um, it has a cream label with the blue instead of the normal white, which we're used to for four game. So um, the, uh, some of the other iterations are those things that, I mean, I've never seen some of these anywhere on shelves or. Well, most of them I grabbed when I was in Kentucky because down in Texas a couple years ago, we could not get it. It was never a thing down here. Um, and I heard so much about it. So when I was up in Kentucky. Every time I saw one, I grabbed it. I was like, well, I'll grab one or two not realizing there are so many different iterations. And you, were, you, fi- right you now, were finding them in grocery stores, right? Yeah, Albertsons is where I actually found the Eagle Thief, which is one of the most rarest ones that they have. Um, I, I actually was able to find one, and I just picked it up. I was like, oh, cool, you know? And I took it back to the, the house. I was hanging out with Dan and Sean, and I said I found the Fourgate, and they said, which one? And I told them, and they all just lost their minds because apparently it was a big deal, which I did not know at the time. I just grabbed one because that's what they had. So good on me. Lucky me. Yeah, and they... Uh these guys uh, do some really kind of meaningful things on their bottles. I like uh, I like distilleries and um, marketing reps out there that do creative things to kind of individualize and separate their stuff from the norm. You notice that is a two-week-in-a-row conversation we've had? 
Oh, yeah, we talked about Blue Run. That's right. Last yeah, week, same yep. thing. Just the way their marketing works and how they do things is well, very I, on point. I really appreciate a company that puts meaning behind something. I mean, if you can really find a good product and, and it's something I might lean towards a little bit more personally, if there's a little bit of meaning or at least not, I mean, everybody puts thought into their labeling and things like that, but um, I won't even mention a couple of bottles I got in the mail today, but the labels weren't even straight. Oh, no. Like what the hell are you doing? I mean, and it's, but it tastes good. It, it does taste good. And I'm, I'm curious and, and excited to open up the two that I got, but you know, if you're drinking all the shit while you're bottling it, it doesn't matter if the label's straight, at least you're happy while you're working. Well, if that's what I already know, which one you're talking about. Um, <laughs> some of, some of our labels, well, we didn't do labels, but some of our wax wasn't straight. No, I mean, that's wax. So wax is just fun to play with. It is. I may or may not have ordered wax. Oh, bottling. Well, we may, or we may, we may, uh, for a future pick, we, we may, may or may, may not, not have. We, we may tater some something. of ours. I may I or may now. not have told him, Steve and Dave about said pick that could be an option coming soon, but I'll talk to him. See, about we, it we hear about these things while we're live here, and I can't react. Honestly, I can't react appropriately. So there's two different ones that we have an option for, possibly. So, okay. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yep. So back to Fourgate. I thought we were talking about wax. We were. Okay. And Fourgate does not put wax on their bottles. But if you want, you send it to me. I will wax it. And Nick, we'll put wax on your bottle. That's right. You send me any bottles, I'll wax them. But Steve, tell <laughs> us a little bit about the strip that goes across the top. So, again, back to what I was saying, they do a lot of cool things. So, Fourgate, referencing uh, Fourgate fence for horses. Uh, if you look on the bottle, uh, even the strap that goes over the top leads into a, a horseshoe with a little horse silhouette in it. Uh, and it's got four gates leading up to the top on each side. Um, so they, they've done some cool design work, but, uh, what strikes me the most is these guys, these are, these are, uh, NPDs. So non-producing distillers, uh, and they're sourcing from a, a number of, uh, various places. So I know that they work with, uh, MGP a lot. Um, I even think they've got some stuff from Bardstown and they may even be sourcing from Tennessee from time to time. Uh, but one of the big things that separates these guys from everybody else that's doing the same thing is they have a close relationship, uh, with Kelvin Cooperage. Uh, and I talked about Kelvin Cooperage a little bit in the podcast or excuse me, in the video. Um, they were a Scottish company founded in Glasgow in 1963, uh, ended up moving to Louisville in 1991, uh, just because of the sheer demand. They're very good at what they do. They have people in there that, uh, specifically their job is to source out and get a hold of previously used barrels, uh, that held maybe Barbadian dark rum, uh, or sherry or, or something of the like. And when you, when you get a hold of these barrels and you want to finish a bourbon in them, it's critically important that they're wet because if you get a dried out barrel, uh, it's not, you know, you're not going to get the flavor profile you're looking for on them. So if you got these guys that are sourcing out stuff that's still pretty fresh that, uh, you know, maybe even still has some, some liquid in the bottom of the barrel, uh, they're going to dump it and they're going to age and finish these bourbons off in there. And you're going to get a lot of flavor out of them. And I think that's what you see with the majority of these expressions, especially the, the Kelvin collaborate collaborations can't talk, um, that they're doing. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed every single one of them actually. I don't think I've had a bad one yet. <clears throat> no, Dave's up there getting more. So we're not going to hear from him for a while. <laughs> and I'm trying to Kelvin. Then, so there you go. You didn't even bring the bottle back. There is a uh, 
down under right here. Oh, Nick's on the floor again. He's going to pass the bottle. I can pass the bottle. Ugh. It's a good one. It is. So uh, he has handed me the, the down under the rye. Down under rye, which, uh, hey, they even put down under and put under upside down, which is pretty cool. I like it. It's so just cheesy. It's just, it's great. I love it. That rye is fantastic. So um, I don't know if you've tasted that one yet, but it's really I'm good. I'm drinking right now. It's good. I'm pouring it right now. So it'll take a minute. Nick, talk a little bit more about Eagle no. Thief, which was the one that you... He said no. I'm not doing it. No. <clears throat> so, that was the first one I found. And I was telling, like I said, I was telling the guys about it when I brought it back to the room, the hotel or wherever we were staying, uh, Airbnb. And they were like, holy crap, that's super rare, blah, blah, blah. And so, I didn't know much about it. And so, I started looking it up. Um, but it was made for Kevin McLaughlin from Kelvin Cooperage. He had passed away. 12, 27, 2019 with, after a very long battle with cancer. Um, when they made the bottle and everything like that, the proof came out to 122.7, which is the day he died, 12, 27, 122.7. Very, very cool storyline there. There's so many great things about that bottle, though. Like, the color of it, it's a little darker blue than the normal, and that's because that's his colors of his school from Pepperdine, which we talked about. Um, and also on it, it's called Eagle Thief, he was a huge golf enthusiast. Um, he was not professional as far as I'm concerned. He was just, just he loved the game of golf. He was and, so good. And he, he was a, good. Yeah, very good. He had a plus two handicap, which is just ridiculous. I'm like a negative, like 40 or something probably. I don't know. It's really bad. Don't even ask. Um, <laughs> I'm like a plus 80. Yeah, you're a plus if you're bad. Oh, no, not if you're bad, but the higher number you are, then you're bad. Okay, yeah, so. I'm that. So, anyways, um, he was the on the ball eagle thief. Eagle stands for, of course, golf being two under, and then thief is for a whiskey thief. Okay, we're well, getting. Well, why are you looking at me like that? I mean, you're doing the. You're doing crazy hand gestures. Yeah. No, I'm thieving. I'm showing you what it looks like the thief from a barrel. I never see him shake it like that when they do it, though. No, you got to shake it. You don't oh, want okay. dribs all over the place. Um, also. There's, I mean, God, there's so much. Um, <laughs> just can't get Steve out of my head. <laughs> Not in a good way. <laughs> um, it's 12 years age dated, but they did 10 plus two years right. for the plus two for his golf score. What is that? For his handicap. Yeah, his handicap. 10 plus two is 12. That's right. Good job. It is today. Thanks. That's right. Um, so there's a lot of cool things. There's also on the little four gate logo instead of having four gate the fg you know what they have like on the other ones that actually has the year he was born which was 1963 and very small letters and then the other letters on the other side too so for nice. the year it was he died 2019 that's cool that they they're doing some tribute stuff out there i know they have uh, they have another bottle that they did some tribute work on uh, and i believe it's the kelvin collab number 4, four. Uh, well, that's the one I just poured. Oh, okay. Did you have that one up there? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, so the deal with that one he is... He said he just poured it. Yeah, I, I don't, just I don't, poured I, it. I, I don't... I didn't make shit I up. I don't take what Dave says right <laughs> I away. I don't make shit up. Take that right to the bank. <clears throat> no. I got I to gotta question it. You got to wait till at least Friday for that to cash through. I'm yep. just saying. <laughs> it's not like it used to be. <laughs> so that particular one, uh, they use the Roman numeral... No, they didn't use Roman numeral four. They did four marks. Four, right. Yeah, like, you know, four individual marks, just like uh, on a Rolex. 
uh, so those that have Rolexes don't get confused from four to five. Now, if you have a Rolex, you shouldn't get confused from four to five anyway. But hey, cool, cool tribute bottle. I don't know the entire backstory to that, but I know uh, whoever the tribute to that was was a was a huge Rolex guy, and that's kind of what they were doing with it. So they do a lot of kind of heartfelt things, tribute bottle, and well, unique, just little marketing, little yeah. details that go into something and kind of paying homage to to whoever that bottle represents or whatever that bottle may represent. So it's just you know it's it makes it personal, I guess, and I can appreciate that. Yeah, I think Nick's trying to figure that out. No, I was actually going to look up some more information research because we know about the split stave. Right. So I was told that split stave was charred and then uncharred, Mm -hmm. but it's not true. It's charred and then toasted. So there's two different levels of char. Okay, so So it's not not going to be a raw stave, but just be lightly. That's the way I was originally told was it was a raw stave. Yeah, you didn't have like Elijah Craig 18 if you did that. Um. He just throw up a little in his mouth. Yeah. So the split save that we're talking about, which is that new label, the cream label. Right. Um, they've never done a like regular release. That's going to be their first one. Okay. Since they opened, since they first started making whiskey or bourbon. Um, so it's, it's just, there's so much, I mean, honestly, if we sat here and talked about each and every one of these balls, we'd be here for four hours. I mean, there's just so much history about each one. Um, it's, it's, it's such if we were here for four hours, we would um, be highly intoxicated. <laughs> yeah, likely. It'd be a hell of a show. Yeah, I don't know who would listen to that long. We'd have to give something great away at the end of that one. <laughs> if you're still here, thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, we're not giving you anything tonight. If you're still here, we are not at four hours. We are not here anymore. No, uh, I think we're going to work on trying to get uh, one of those two, probably Bob, uh, on the show. We'll get him remote uh, to talk a little bit about these guys here down the road. Do you want to learn some about something about the Down Under? I, yeah, I do want to know about the Down Under. Okay, so the one I have, which is back 16, it's a seven-year <clears throat> Indiana distilled. Did you 90- just hit puberty or something? What happened over there? <laughs> he did. His voice just changed right here on air. I had a little <clears throat> in my throat. Sorry. It's 95.5 rye. Okay. Imagine that. I wonder where that's from. Indiana. <laughs> MGP. Yeah. Uh, it's finished in a pair of sherry casks, which is from Australia. Hence the down under. There you go. And like David said earlier, the under is upside down. It's kind of cool. Little little throwback things. Actually, Steve two- said that. Oh, I, I did say that. Well, screw these, you, screw you Nick. Good stuff. Don't give me credit. Come um, on. There's only 2,168 bottles. So I guess that's considered semi-limited. If you think about it, it is limited because I think Pappy's are on that level. Okay. So about 15 to 2,000. 1,500 to 2,000. Um, it's their fourth rye release. Um, they first released it in 2020. So in the last like three years, they've released it seven times, four times. How many did I say? I don't even know. I don't know. Are you doing math over there? No, I'm just like trying to read like 20 different things at once. All right. Um, but yeah, MSRP was 185 for this one, but it was only available in Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, Louisiana, Georgia, and for the first time ever, Tejas. Here we go. Yeah, so. we, uh, we represent here in Texas, uh, as far as bourbon and whiskey drinkers, uh, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of them here. Well, and there should be. I mean, the, the population that we have, the size, they're obviously a large bourbon following, a large whiskey following in Texas. So um, I think it's nice that we'll start to see some more companies move move their product this direction. Seems like that's the uh, that's the push going, going forward here. Yeah, the Bill Straub said that they got almost since day one, they've had people like begging for it to come to Texas. And so finally they were able to 
release it. So they used to be classified as a micro batch distillery, and I think they've since moved into just a small batch because um, they're turning out more product. We're starting to see them on the shelves in quite a few places. Anybody have an idea on what separates micro batch from small batch? You would know better than all of us, Dave. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I'm going to leave now. Y'all can all. I just was curious because I have never actually heard Obviously, we know batch. it's about amount, how much they put out, how much they put out, but I don't know where that limit goes. I don't know if it's like 500 bottles or 5,000 bottles or. Yeah. I was just I curious if anybody sure. knew. Yeah. If you don't, you know, what? Yeah, you don't comment or something on our YouTube. If yeah, you, know. you know what? Oh, got, Nick's, cool Nick's going to find out. The internet. It was invented last year by me. Oh, we'll look it up real quick. That's great. You should be pretty wealthy by now then. Oh, I wish. Oh man! So love Forgate. It's a hit or nar book. I give it. Uh, I give it five stars. I uh, I say buy it even at two hundred bucks. Just don't share it with your friends. Yeah, I would. It, you said it on the video, but I I would agree that I think it's probably in my top five. <laughs> you ready it. for this? Yeah. Micro batch processing is very similar to traditional small batch processing, and the data is equally processed as a group. But the primary difference is that batches are usually smaller. That's well, no shit, shit. Wikipedia. <laughs> That's literally the genius. definition. Man, I feel well informed, but not really. That was not helpful at all. No. See, Dave, micro is not that small. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> oh, God, just me and my night. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, so I'm not. Blue Run also did micro batching for their very first release, too. I wonder if it's something that just happens with, you know, their kind first of micro batch whiskey is released to the response to what someone says is a meaningless term, small batch. So I guess people are getting kind of upset that small batching is so small on number, limited production. So they pretty much just created the term. I'm kind of what I'm getting from it. So if you're really small and it's, you can go yeah, smaller, so it's micro. We were talking about Blue Run last week. Blue Run has a thing called the Flight Series. There's six different bottles, I think, in the Flight Series, and they're releasing so many at a time. Um, those are micro batches. Okay. I, when, when are we going to stop just calling something whatever it's we the, call it? It's, it's, all, so it's small. It's the same as small batch, but different. If, yeah, it's, it's, it's smaller than small, small batch. batch. It's a small, small batch. Like That's stupid. Yeah, it's, it's Just, just call them all small batch. Yeah. A small batch could be 500, it could be 5,000, whatever. It could be 50, it could be f- seven. I mean, it's still a small batch. I mean, if you're blending, you know, two barrels together, three barrels together, and it gives you five bottles, you know, I mean, it's probably going to taste a, like That's a micro wood. batch. I'm just saying, it's smaller than a small batch. It's a small, small batch. You can do a small batch. with a little squared logo next to it. And then Is batch. seven really small? Seven, no. It's not, Dave. <laughs> there's just Dave's trying to build no himself up over here. No, that. I was just going to say something, but I'm not <clears> going to now. So um, we'll get off of the small and micro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you know, a lot easier to get off of when it's small and micro. <laughs> oh man, you you said that, sir. You said that. I, I just want to point out, Nick is not the one making inappropriate comments. No, tonight. no, no, no. That's Dave. No, that's hundred percent Dave. All right, sorry. Dave's email is Dave at the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, we haven't given him that send, designation yet. Send we're your still, comments. We're still an info one. You can send that, but you get that whole mailer demon thing. It's I don't like that. I don't like mailer demons. Mail? <laughs> no, <right. laughs> 
Right? Is that a thing still, or does that not happen anymore? It does happen. You mean if you type in the wrong email address? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mailer Damon. Damon. Yep. Is it Damon? Damon? I think it's Damon. It's D-A-E-M-O-N. Yeah, I live in fucking Texas. That's Damon as far as that's, I'm concerned. I'm that's a goddamn Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Shell, I mean, you go to church tomorrow. Goddamn Damon in my email. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! <laughs> we haven't even <laughs> really we're not even drinking. Yeah, no, we're, we're really not drinking easy. as much as we normally do. But shit's just funny, I guess. <laughs> I've, so. I've had plenty. You've had plenty. I've had plenty. Those right. brownies y'all gave me. Oh, we weren't talking about that. Remember? Oh shit! It was it was bleach. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I said, fucking, who had brownies, dude? Why didn't I get any brownies? Y'all are dicks. <laughs> it's a flavor clarifier. Hey, no, do not put bleach in your brownies. That's your public service announcement from me. The fact that's if a we bad have to choice. tell you this, don't don't even watch our channel or listen to. Did it you anymore. say flavor clarifier? <laughs> <laughs> it is not going to make that flavor any clearer. Uh, bleach does have a very distinct flavor. So how do you uh, know? Well, I can smell it, so I imagine it tastes, it tastes fucking like it shitty. smells. Yeah, I don't know. You smell this, tell me what you think it tastes like. <laughs> why, why do you think Dave's hair is so red? It's all the bleach he eats. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, quit hating on fucking gingers, dude. That's right. Don't hate them. Just Gin gingers matter. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> Starting the whole, whole thing right there. Nope. I refuse. All right. You can do that. I do. So, we're going to get a cease and desist from Gingers United. They can't. I am a ginger. Dave's part of them. They can't do that. Why aren't we all related? No, yeah. Every ginger's related. They're like aspen trees. They all have the same <laughs> damn root. <laughs> you do know that, right, Nick? Do I need to educate you about aspen trees? I mean, I in Minecraft, they're... Okay, the we're not talking about the Minecraft ones. We're talking about the says. ones that are really on the side of the mountain that turn different colored. We some people yeah, call we don't them, have those here in Texas. I don't think they exist. No, they, they call don't. them quake. <laughs> they call them quakies, but they're quaking aspens. So they all have the same root structure. So when you see a grove of aspens, every single one's attached. This is like redheads, like Dave. Oh, no, we're that's very cool. Rumor to know. has it we're all related, <laughs> all gingers. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very cool story about Aspens. I did not know that. So that's very neat. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure everybody appreciates that. That's yeah, cool. I mean, is, hey, we learned We're something. educational today. If you win money at trivia, just go ahead and send me 25% for telling you that. I mean, I, yeah, why not, right? Right? Yeah, definitely. It's funny because that seems like something that is common knowledge, but that's probably just because we grew up around them. Yeah, I suppose. I'm trying to think of something that's really Texas-y that I could tell y'all, but... Garrison Brothers. Armadillos carry, carry leprosy. Did you know that? Yes. Fuck. Dave and I, I chased know. Dave and I chased an armadillo through a cemetery uh, one night in San Saba back in like really 1998. Y'all really trying to we, pick up girls or what? <laughs> well, we were in San Saba. Where are you going to find girls there? Apparently the cemetery from what I'm hearing. No, there's yeah. an armadillo in there. That's the only reason we went in there. The armadillo didn't start out on the, in the cemetery. It was it crossing the, the road cemetery. and we decided running to, away from you. We, <laughs> we parked in the middle of the road, left the truck and just were in and, or the I think we were probably in my probe. Um, I may or may not have exited several vehicles trying to tackle animals on a regular basis. I have never tackled them. So PETA, you can pound sand because I don't ever catch them. They're much faster than me. All right. So yeah. Am I the only person that's ever run out and smacked a porcupine that was on the side of the road with your hat so you get all the quills? Yeah, porcupines are slow. I've, nope. You've never done that? I, nope. You've done it, haven't you? Yeah. Okay. 
So because they do waddle kind of across the road or whatever, but I ran over a porcupine on accident once. That sucks. In my Mustang, I was on like a second date with this chick. She did not go on a third date with me, but I didn't roll the car, so (laughs) that's a plus. You know, but you killed the killed the porcupine. What was I supposed to do? I was on a dirt road. It was in the middle of the road. You killed the porcupine. Flip the car, run over the porcupine. Yeah, exactly. Sorry if that offends you or bothers you. Um, It bothered her a lot. People's lives are more important than porcupines. Survival of the fittest. You know how many quills I had to pull out the air dam in my car? Oh, I'm sure it was a lot. It was a lot. I've had to pull them out of a dog's nose. I mean, they just get everywhere. I almost fell. Pretty lucky down here in Texas. You might see one or two in your lifetime. I think I've only seen. There's quite a few in the hill country here. They just we have them in the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm that you've seen though. Like I've never seen any. Yeah, I saw a baby one. Chili and I did Uh, on a walk last year. That's crazy. I've only seen like one or two dead ones in my whole life. Like I've never seen a live one. Like on the road. They kind of chill. I think they. I think they spend around more time in kind of evening dark. They're kind of slow. That's why. That's why they're spiky because they they suck at moving fast. And dogs think they're toys, apparently. Yeah, not a toy. Don't bite the spiky thing. <laughs> That's a good way to live your life. Don't bite the spiky thing. It's like taking a drink of Malort. It really, really freaking sucks. You think yeah, it's going to be good, time. but no. Second, third, fourth, fifth time, don't even taste it anymore. No. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> Every time you drink that shit, you taste it. It's a burning shoe leather. Shoe leather? It's like a freaking old sweaty sock that was left in a locker room. Okay. It's very floral. Our, our, <laughs> our next episode will be sponsored by Malort. Oh, dude. No. <laughs> hey, don't forget, we have barrel-aged Malort now, too. We got to try. Yeah. Um, go ahead and tell they, me how that they, is. They can probably keep it, as far as I'm concerned. So, if we're not going to uh, talk about Malort which and porcupines... Uh, so we we've covered a fair amount of critters in the last few minutes. Uh, we did uh, armadillos, porcupines, and now we're into a shitty alcohol called Malort. Uh, if you haven't had it, go buy yourself a bottle. Don't uh, buy yourself a bottle. Find a store where you can taste it. Like a you know maybe uh, I'm trying. Someone has it for sure. I'm sure. Green's last call. If you're in Green, Texas, that's true. If you yep. are in around New, Brunswick they have a bottle area, of it. Yeah, you can try it. We're yep. sorry now. They were. Was it? Um, Oh, hell, I forgot what I was going to say, but they were going to require everybody. We did a video down there that one time. And it's true. They were going to require everybody that came and did an interview or did a video to um, have a shot of Malort before they did anything. That's right. We did that too, didn't we? <laughs> that's uh, Your slight- door just opened. <laughs> that's slightly concerning, isn't it? I Dave? thought y'all did that or there was a child there. No, I thought no, there was a no, child no. there. All, but my, all my children are in bed right now. So that wasn't like a, a little slow opening from a breeze. No, no, that was a quick opening. Like hey, something popped in here. So something is obviously here in the uh, in the room with us right now. Which Someone is, said um, we're talking bad about bourbon or Malort and they're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so if you play this podcast backwards. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I'm prob- probably nothing's going to happen. I'm not sure why that happened over there, but hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, that was... Interesting. I'm not sure if I'm bothered or if I've just had too much to drink to care. Not no, sure. Definitely don't care, but... That's because uh, you have red hair. You don't care about anything. No, dude. Nobody's going to mess with me. I have red hair. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So, um, Red hair don't care. Red hair don't care. So what else we got? Nick. Going. Tell us something insightful. About bourbon? Sure. I like bourbon. Well, that's not insightful. Like... Good information. 
you can kind of find Fourgate now everywhere, which is kind of nice. It's not as crazy as you'd expect it to be, like in, it is in like other states, but it is actually starting to pop up more, which is really great. It's not very insightful, but it's knowledge. Um, so you can actually find it. You can go right now into specs, and they'll have a bottle or two in the glass case. So it is around. Um, it's a little bit of money. Yeah. But- a little bit, but I definitely, I mean, it's worth it for some other things I've had at that same price point or even a little higher. Um, Baron Sweden's Cove. Yeah. So, yeah, you you brought up a couple of things like that. So, where where are we at with uh, MSRP really close to 200 bucks? It sucks because it's very expensive, but honestly, everything's going up in price. You're not going to find a higher proof whiskey. I, I want to say under like that's good under about $75 there are some obvious exceptions to that rule um, like uh, the Rebecca Creek Spanish Oak right. 120 proof it's good 6 year MGP um, if you can find it Stag Junior obviously it's like 65 70 MSRP did you so just like bring up Stag Junior I did are you trying to open old wounds or what oh I love that stuff it's so good I know I know you I know you love it that's right it's so good I open people's bottles on their shelf. <laughs> That's right. It's still open and it still has some in it. So, um, I'm saving it, Dave. Okay. It's. I mean, I mean, if you're like you're honestly trying to find something, and you're having a hard time, you want a really nice bottle, like you said earlier on the video. You want a nice bottle to kind of like for like a anniversary or you know something like that. It means a lot to you. I think it's a great bottle. It it's good. It's not. I feel like it's kind of sophisticated with the labeling. It's kind of nice. It's not super like laid back. It's not over the top. It's just, it's nice. It's just a nice bottle. Yeah, I don't think, I think if you tatered that bottle out, I don't know that I would buy it. It would bother me Mm -hmm. if it was. Yeah, uh, definitely. So at the $200 price point, and I'm going to kind of put y'all on the spot, but name two or three that, that would fall into the, to the same category at that same price point at MSRP. Rare Perfection, uh, 15 for me. Okay. I can see that. Not one of my favorites, but definitely It's, it's definitely good. good. It's different. It's Canadian, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a little different style. Yeah. I know we're not comparing, like, taste and stuff like that, but we're comparing, like, cost to, you know, performance ratio, I guess sure. you could call it. Um, man, you can't well, I mean, really, what, It's so hard to do MSRP, because you want to do that, you could be like, well, Pappy's 124. You know what I mean? Like you can't really compare attainable MSRP. Yeah, there's I nothing mean, attainable. It's in the hundreds. Yeah. No, I mean I, the only thing I automatically go to that automatically comes into my mind. Little book, at, maybe. If little you like. book, maybe. I mean Balmore uh, at two hundred. Okay. okay. Um, but there, there's not many at that, that MSRP that that's high. So for high. me, I'm obviously not a Texas guy, so I'd pick this over Balmore or anything Garrison Brothers, pretty much. But that's just to get my flavor profile. Dave is the complete opposite. Dave's like just loves Garrison Brothers, so I I get that, um, but for normal price points, there's not really a lot that that falls there, point. right? But yeah. It, most of the time, if you're there, you're in a 14 plus year environment. You're in something that's you know 14 to 20 years old. Um, yeah, uh, you know we we talked about Elijah Craig 18. Not a fan, uh, but it's not cheap. But it's not it's not easy to find either. That's the problem. Yeah, it's Ooh. trying to weigh the yeah. what's easy to find. So if we versus, could do that, it'd be like Heaven Hill because Heaven Hill seventeen is a two hundred fifty dollar bottle, and that's well, you know, yeah, a rare, above. rare error. I mean, that's a yeah, that that's one that one's a hit or two, three but, something. I think yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, um, it's kind of hard when you're trying to do because these I don't think are really big on secondary. Now Eagle Thief, of course, will be a little higher on secondary, 
because it is so rare. And I think those are going for like four fifty or something like that for secondary. Okay. So, I mean, still four hundred fifty dollars for a bottle. Well, you talk about. Let's talk about one of your one of your favorites there. I mean, I I know you you love the the pewter top whistle whistle pig stuff. Yeah. So, uh, all of those are expensive as shit at yeah. retail. If it came down to like, so the eighteen year, which is. Around 180. The Boss Hog line, right? No, no, like, no. Boss Hog's 500. 500 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the 18 year, which is the glass decanter, glass, you know, it's about 180, 200 bucks. Um, I would pick four gate over it. And I love with. Absolutely. I love with something. I mean, that. It's lower proof. I think they're like 94s to like one something. So like they're lower proof. Four gates are high proof. I, I'd have to go four gate. And I love with a pig. Don't get me wrong. Um, whistle pig is one of those things where I want to get like one of everything just so I can have one. But when it comes to certain four gates, like if I can find one of a of an eagle thief, I'll buy another one tomorrow. Like I'd love to have a backup of that one, just to like have that. it, yeah. just to be because you know you're going to crack it, you know oh, you're going to sure. drink it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about um, like that lucky seven fourteen? I mean, that's a hitter. It's not a cheap bottle. Where, where do you where do you land on them? Oh, I'd take four gate over it any day. You think but, so? Because I'm, I'm and that's a, I mean that's I'm a, a damn fan good, of it. That's a damn good bottle, absolutely. Um, I've just, I've been impressed. I've really, I mean, out of the 12 bottles that we've had, I've probably tried eight of them already. And um, every one of them's good. That's awesome. Well, hell, then I guess we're going to say that, uh, what, Dave, my mic cut out. Did you hear that? No, your, mic, your did, mic's fine. Didn't no, you guys say that. <laughs> See, so for those that don't know. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> we made it almost through a whole video without we, complaining. <laughs> we have uh, several microphones that we work with here. Um, and Dave intentionally <laughs> gives me the bad microphone. Every time, somehow, I randomly grab microphones and give Steve no, the he one. Put a la- you know he thinking? put a label on the bottom of it and said it wasn't good. You know what I'm thinking, honestly? I think it's just the way Steve talks. Because the fact that there's no way you get his mic perfect every time. Yeah. There's no it does. Way. He's got it labeled underneath. How it do, says. Do you see a label underneath your I mic? I do. It had a damn ass on it. I peeled it off earlier. <laughs> That was for superior audio quality. That's Bull right. shit. Uh, That's talking what that was about for. What we were going to do for next week. I wish we could do a poll on our podcast. But like I dance on can. a poll or what? Not exactly. Because oh. um, I'm not good. I'm, 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 I'm a big dude. Come on now. Big guys on polls are not good. I, I want to do a poll somewhere. Maybe we'll do it on Facebook about what the people want us to talk about next. Yeah, or, I mean, if you're listening right now and you want to go comment on the 4Gate video that we yeah. are going to post to YouTube, um, can't we, well, I mean, I guess we'll, you could we'll throw some, some comments out there, yeah, but maybe we throw a, throw a Facebook survey we'll a out Facebook or something. Poll. You can comment, hey, you should review this next, you know, on the video. That's cool. Um, I, I was suggesting we all grab, like, two of our favorite, like, daily drinker bottles. Stuff that you could actually find. Like, if you had to go buy tomorrow at the store, what two bottles would you grab? Under... Under fifty bucks, or you want to do like sixty? You want to do sixty? Do sixty, yeah. Or we can do it in like tiers too. We can do zero to forty, forty to eighty, something like that. Zero to fifty. So let's do zero to fifty. Okay. Your daily. Don't get like a three seven five, like a normal seven fifty, something like that. So we'll do zero to fifty, and we'll do that. And you'll bring two of your bottles that you can find that anybody can find. If you had to go, you ran out right now and you had to go to the store tomorrow, and we're gonna bring those, and we'll each have two, and we'll see what we bring. I think that'd okay. be kind of fun. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. It's something a little different. Yeah. It won't be necessarily because we have been distillery doing a lot specific. of really high end stuff too lately. Like the Blue Run is kind of hard to find in Texas. Oh, you can't is, find yeah. it at like specs quite a bit. 
um, and stuff like that. Well, they're just recently like releasing out in a, an you know out of an off online platform. So yeah, they do online. Um, if you're lucky enough to get in line early enough and get one right when it drops and you have your credit card ready to go, you might get lucky and get one of the rare releases. But I might have a daily drinker from Oregon that I'm going to have to bring. That's cool. No, that was a, that hey, was it's a, a daily drinker. And it was good. You know, you can bring it. Uh, I, I had to say that it's easy to find because I know Steve over here brings Eagle Rare tomorrow. So we can't do that one. <laughs> I found it for 30 bucks. I did not yeah. have a hard time finding it. So <laughs> so it, it qualifies, right? There you go. There you go. No, All right, I, so under no, 50 say, bucks. So I say the under next, 50, non-allocated. Say under 50 and not for you, Nick. You can go to Skips, but you have to go to the liquor store sometime in the next uh, two, three days. You don't have to buy it, but if it's walk in there and take if a picture, if, you know, take a picture, if it's yeah. available, nope. then you can prove it's available. I'm cool. down with that. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Not at Skips. We love Skips uh, here in New Braunfels. We support them. They're amazing. We love everything they're doing. But Nick they works this one worker there, so. who's really, really good looking there. <laughs> Nick. It's me. Come on. <laughs> I'm a, it's me. You say it's me. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, it's it, my favorite thing about going to different liquor stores. I shop everywhere. I do. You're going to find something you're not going to see it somewhere else. I actually got a pick from I was going store to store the other day helping uh, move some stuff around. And I actually had a liquor bueno pick, and I picked it up, and it's a high west pick, finished in Oloroso sherry casks. It's phenomenal. Hmm. It's like almost a mixture of like the um, I hate I, I start talking I get on like hot dogs and ketchup. That's or what? right, just how I like them. Um, no, you know the tawny port finish. Yeah, art of the spirits. It's got that nutty sweetness praline on one side, but on the other side, it's got the angel envy rye sweetness. So it's got like a nutty sweet profile, but it's not overwhelming. Like so, it tastes like waffles with pecans. It's on. not that strong, but it has that hint of. You of just it. told me nutty and maple syrup. Is what yes, you said. but not super strong like the rye. It's not super sweet. It's, it's just a, sweet enough. A hint of yeah. nuts and maple syrup. You you get like a lot of syrup, but it's all like fell so off the like plate, and there's just a little bit on the corner. Three walnut crumbs on a waffle <laughs> with half the syrup. Then, there you I'll go. bring it. I'll bring it. It's it's really fucking good. It's good. Before we record, when we start this episode, we should try and guess, see if we can pick what oh, everybody brought. Notes. No, or I mean, we could do that. We could taste oh, it. Oh, you see. know what we'll do? We'll brown bag it. So we'll keep your balls in a brown bag. You just pour it out, and people have to try and see what they think of it. So it'll be like every other day than the nights we podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, except I, we don't see a single brown bag. But that's true. Um, that's it true. could happen. Um, yeah, I think that would be a, a fun thing. You can either try and blind it or try and see if people can guess what you brought. Um, yeah, I think that'd be cool. I think it's a good idea. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll go find ourselves a rook out there somewhere to guest uh, star on the show, and uh, or we can bring Kevin in or something if he's uh, we bring Kevin in. He's out and about, uh, but we got to tell him to go to the store and buy what we're we're doing. So it might be tough. So Kevin, go buy these six bottles. Kevin, go buy these things that we're gonna buy. All right. We could. I don't know. I'm, I like the idea of getting the bottles and pouring it. So, like, I'll get my two, and I'll pour you each some. And then yeah, and then we'll just guess the other people's bottles or try to figure out what it is. Do we have enough sample bottles? Nah, at the end of the night, we're going to mix them all together and just see what happens. Well, no, I was you just saying. Blends? You, you talking no, about blends? Like, sam- like the little sample bottles that we mail oh, out Oh, you want to do, like, those kind? I have you could 72 fill it up the and house. I just got a 72 pack. I have something. I mean, you, but uh, either way, because a lot of times in a brown bag, if you, you see the bottle... Out. Or you see a shape or something. If it's, if it's will it pot still? 
I am 100% sure that nobody here is bringing Willet Potts. Well, we know Nate's going to bring Basil Hayden, so... I'm not, actually, because Basil Hayden's is not under $50, buddy. <laughs> well, it depends on where you go. I mean, nowhere. It's so expensive. It, that's the whole problem. You can get two it. ounces for under $50 at yeah, a restaurant. So we're not doing that, because if we're going to do that, I'm going to go get some Rip rip 10 for $23 there you at go. Cody's. A little GTS or something. There you go. I feel um, like, uh, you know, I feel like Bardstown... Uh, or not Bardstown, but uh, Benchmark might make a appearance there. Yeah. That's actually a good one. Yeah, Benchmark's really good. There's one in particular. Uh, top floor. Yeah. Yeah, that one's pretty good. 19 bucks. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah we could do a 0 to $20 one, and that one would win. Well, we'll do this one first. If you do 0 to 25 it'd be that, and it would be early times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or OGD. Old, old early times. It's hard to get OGD anymore for super cheap. It kind of is, man. It yeah. sucks. 114 is tough. Oh, yeah. 114 would be the GOAT for sure. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you could pick anything under $50, that, yeah, 100%, it would be OGD. Guaranteed win. 114 proof. It's, shit, what? It's under 30, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like yeah. pretty cheap. It's good. 22, something yeah. like that. So, shit, 0 to 30, that, yeah, it's a, it's a GOAT. It'd definitely be the one. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll try to 0 to 30 on the next round. We'll go 0 to 50 on this one. We'll go All 0 right. to 50. Next week, I go 50 to 100. All right, we can do that. Yeah, I already know my fifty to hundred. Well, there's That's a lot. Easy. There's a lot of hitters in that range. There's, there, that are really not opens hard it up. Fine. Yeah, it's still got to be on the shelf. Something yeah. you can find. I got, I got two ready for that. That I'm so golden on that area. That's honestly my favorite area. How much is Crown Royal Peach? <laughs> like thirty eight. <laughs> I think thirty eight. Oh, or the vanilla, or the vanilla. You know, whatever. Oh, you gotta get the salted caramel. Mix that with Coke. Oh, damn, oh, ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Salted caramel is seasonal. Does that count? Mm-mm. It is everywhere, but it's seasonal. So after like no, March, I'm, it's gone. I'm making new rules here. Nothing below 80 proof. All right. Well, yeah. Can't, no, that's not how this works. No. Well, yeah. Below 80 proof, that's not whiskey. No, it sucks is what it is. No, anything below that is not legally whiskey. Right. It's, it's got to be at least 40%, right? Isn't that the rule? Yeah, it's got to be at least 80 proof. Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure. Like, if it's under that, it's called, like, a liqueur or something, isn't it, or something like that? Because I know there's things that are, like, 35%, and they can't call them whiskeys. It's called disappointment, Nick. <laughs> disappointment in a I've bottle. I've you've been talking to my parents again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that'll be interesting. I'm getting some ideas on some of the things I think you guys will bring. Yeah, I'm so, so excited, man. <clears throat> I'm going to start shopping tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do that. That'll be a fun episode. Um. I wanted to, to jump out there real quick and say, yeah, for those that we have done giveaways for, uh, a few of you have gotten the things we've given away. Uh, the rest of you are still on our radar, and we're working at putting all that together, so we'll get it to your, your direction uh, some point here in the near future. Yeah, and there was, and, and I'll go ahead and respond to this person, but there was a little bit of confusion with the, with the Eagle Rare thing that we did, and um, I think we just decided that we're going to go ahead and send two samples out for that. Um because it, it got a little convoluted and, and we haven't responded and we were missing some messages. So we apologize for, for that, but we'll go ahead and get two, um, two of those samples sent out and, and get those over to you guys. And the way Nick's looking at you, he wonders if you have a sample in your pocket because uh, he didn't agree to that yet. He did agree it's to fun. it. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> Steve just didn't know because he was too busy drinking. My eagle thief. <clears throat> that, yes, <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> I had that sitting next to it. For those that don't know, I had all of these four gates sitting next to my couch up in the theater area um, where we film, where we film. And I didn't 
Okay. I touched one. <laughs> and I told him I came clean. I said I had a small one ounce pour of one, but that's it. It's pretty funny because I'm pretty sure Eagle Thief now tastes like rare perfection. So I'm not quite sure what's going yeah, on there. You just swap those <laughs> bottles out. It's actually Jim Beam, my bad. <laughs> Man, you just spoiled what I was going to bring. Oh, you were going to bring beam? I don't think so. We we tried this. I'm going to bring you some American honey, that the fire one where they put it with ghost peppers. Oh. I'm going to bring y'all some Dickel Tabasco. <laughs> oh, God, no, please. <laughs> Dude, I, it's not bad. I kind of like it. I'm bringing, oh. I'm bringing fireball. It's going to be fortified, though, so don't worry about that. <laughs> You bring the malt liquor one from no no I just put I just take fireball and I cut it in half with Everclear and it is fucking oh money my god no that's not money that's called death <laughs> <laughs> it's called a bad hangover oh man I know. excuse you, me you almost I, threw, I, up I threw up in my it. mouth dude um oh that sounds horrible yeah it really does sound I call it the fire explosion <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't all right. <laughs> Somebody knows. I don't think I've ever seen Dave turn more red. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. I can't. So I'm just going <laughs> to. So if you're at home, half Everclear, half Fireball. They don't sell Everclear anymore? What? I don't think. No, I, they don't. Am um, I that old? They don't sell is, Everclear anymore? There is one called Durell, D-E-R-E-L, and it is like 96%. They do sell that. Hey, it's nine dollars. It's oh. a seven fifty, and it's a hundred and what is ninety six percent? I can't do math right now. Yeah, it's like one ninety two. Yeah, fine. I'll put hand sanitizer in the fireball. It'd be kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Oh, but it's thick like jelly. <laughs> so, oh, and, and that would. Oh, I don't even want to think about it anymore. I'm done. I call it a cinnamon jelly bean. No, please don't. <laughs> That would be awful. Okay, back to public service announcements. Don't put bleach and brownies. <laughs> don't put hand sanitizer in your alcohol. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, that's so. not the same thing. It's sad that I have to disclose all this, but hey, if any attorneys jump on me out there, I said it twice now. Don't eat that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's proper alcohol and regular alcohol are not the same. They're close. Oh, stop No, it. they're not close. <laughs> <laughs> If you add like a like a red hot to it and let it marinate in there for a while, that's no, that's not how that works. Oh, oh my god! Put red hots in your fireball. No, red hots and hand sanitizer makes fireball. No, we were gonna stop talking about. Hey, okay, don't remember? do that again. Don't mix red hots with fireball. So on our last episode of our podcast, <laughs> we talked about these things. It's not our last episode. We did disclosures. Don't drink hand sanitizer. Don't drink bleach. And don't cook with either of those things. Definitely not. If you want to put something else in your brownie, go ahead. Unless but. you want really clean Wait, stuff. what do you put in your brownie? Different things. <laughs> I like brownies. I like I like most forms of chocolate. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. So So I had um Shelly wanted to buy the kids uh Valentine's things at Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory. Ooh. I'm cutting out, Dave. Um it's all how you place your mouth. Oh, don't don't even talk like that. <laughs> so the way I mean, that Dave does have proper mouth placement, he does. More than Steve, just saying. I'm not. I'm not even going down that road. So We're talking about our mics, man. We ended up with uh, caramel apples. Oh, or nice. uh, myself, Shelly, and my youngest and the oldest. We got. He, he loves Oreos. They're like the best thing in the world they for him. Oreo encrusted. We got him like chocolate covered Oreos, and they were oh, like okay. one was birthday cake 
covered oh, nice. Oreos. It was a birthday cake Oreos covered in like white chocolate and, and sprinkles. He wanted nothing to do with it. Really? Really. Did, did you try them? Yeah. Hell yeah. I tried them. Were they good? Yeah. Right. Are there but, any left? No. <laughs> but the, so yeah, uh, they're good. <laughs> the caramel apples, dude, they do that right, man. It, you know, I, I can't oh, tell you the last time I had one of those. I, did you order them? No, we just went straight in the one over at the outlet mall there and picked them up. Oh, damn. I forget that's there in San Marcos. Okay. Yeah, I don't think there's anything in town that has stuff like that, does there? I had an Almond Joy one. It was it was good. Oh, I love Almond Joys. Yeah, me too. Dave, you hate them because you don't like Almond Joys because I don't like nuts. But I you don't like, like mounds. mounds because mounds is dark chocolate. I don't like oh, dark chocolate. I don't like either. Because back in the day, Almond Joys got nuts. Mounds, mounds don't. That's right. <laughs> but mounds is dark chocolate. Because sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes, sometimes you don't. That's right. Don't. See, that's how old we are. But hey, Dave, you just said you don't like mounds or Almond Joy. No, I don't care there for is either of them. Genetically malfunctioned with you. That's what's happening right now. I've that's achieved a superior level. Oh. No, it's not superior. That's inferior. No, I don't. They're coconut, aren't they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a big, like, dessert coconut kind you of like person. You like pina coladas? Yeah, I mean, I'll do pina oh, coladas. All day long. Um, But, like, I wouldn't have a coconut cream pie or something like that. Like, oh, my wife's favorite pie is coconut so cream pie. Good. Yeah, Carrie, you know, she loves, like, a coconut chest pie or something. But Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh-oh. Nick's got to control himself over there. Nick but, can't handle himself um, right now. And I can't. It's just like I don't... I'll have a little bit of coconut, but it's not something that I would do I for dessert. I thought you were being inappropriate. It's I really was. I was like, oh, my God. You just, uh, it's because he lacks pigment in his skin. I mean, that's what's going on. I really have pigment. Is that no, really, no, no. You're, what did you call it again? Coconut chess. Chess. Okay. Where were you going, you dirty dude? Yeah, I was all over the place. I was like, why would you say that? Like... <laughs> Like it's so a, inappropriate. It's a type of pie. Never heard of it. No, no, no neither have I. You're on your own on that one. You've yeah. never heard of chess pie? Nobody's heard of chess pie, dude. I mean, Every, everybody no, that's nope. listening to us has heard of no, chess no, pie. No, nobody has heard oh, of Oh, they've chess heard pie. of it, but it's not what you think it is. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with you over there, Dave. Chess pie? Yeah, Google oh, it. Oh, my God. I'm not Googling like, You go to anywhere that serves yeah, pie. And I'm they not make, Googling that. I'm going to be on a list. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. It's nah. different than the other kind. <laughs> the cream pie. Or what? No, 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 no. We're, we're going to cut that off at an hour and five minutes, and we're going to end this shit. Um, None of us have been drinking that much. No. That's no. the worst part. It's, we're just getting a little slap happy, I guess. But um, no, that really is a pie. It's coconut. Not my thing. I like um, coconuts. I do, too. So guess what Dave's getting for his birthday for me? Coconut pie. Cream pies. There you go. Yep. Coconut cream pies. All right. And almond joys. Because they got mounds. Look at the, God damn it. They don't I have mounds. They got nuts. I know. I got confused. <laughs> kind of like corn. <laughs> All oh, right. We're not doing that tonight. shit. Kevin uh, was cut it out again. Yeah. I, I can never talk <laughs> about it. We're not going to play the video. It's got I the mean, juice. play the song. Oh, right. um, you know, we, we had some... <clears throat> Not not on our particular one, but I had some guy going off on one of the Facebook groups the other day. He's like, I can't stand it when people say juice. When I can't stand to it either, well, but I let it slide. Regardless, so we're talking about Forgate. Well, I will tell you that Bob, during uh, the several interviews I listened to with him, referred to his product as juice, juice numerous times. So if you're making the shit, bottling the shit, and you still call it juice, all the rest of you that hate that, including <laughs> you, Nick, can <laughs> screw off. <laughs> 
I just, I don't, oh, I call it juice. I don't know. It's just the liquid inside. I guess liquid doesn't sound as cool as juice. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's probably gotten a little bit overused. Um, it's got the juice, right, Steve? Ah, I like that. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't bother me at all. It, it actually seems to make the most sense. The but fact it doesn't bother you annoys me even more. All right. It <laughs> <That> happens. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess we'll end it off. And um, I think we, we should try to see if we can go for like four hours straight. We, we we could go for four hours straight, but it'd be boring, I think. Nah, we could make it lively, especially if we keep drinking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think our... Two would I think be a little hour rough. two. We get into UFOs. Yeah, yeah. By hour three, hour it three, would be hour three. Steve's, Steve's gonna say he is a UFO. <laughs> Speaking of UFOs, can we uh, can we talk about um, some things real quick? So, if you own a white hot air balloon, do you just sell it? Is it on Craigslist? I mean, it is or, on or, Craigslist because you your still, ass is. Do you still take it up? No, your ass is getting shot down. Um, how about any hot air balloon? I mean, do you well, feel, obviously do you they're feel, all being shot down because they're on what four now? That's right. I mean, do you feel comfortable if you have a hot air balloon? No, I mean, yes, because you're not that, high. yeah, and you're, you're not gonna be at 60,000 feet, yeah, but you're gonna be dead. Um, there's a little bit of interesting. So, what they shot three balloons down, and one was another, four, um, right? no, the other one was an Iranian, um, oh, I didn't know about that surveillance apparatus they really did never called it a balloon um and it was about the size of a flying car um so they said a small sedan it was was um, michigan what was that one that that was the one that was shot down over michigan yeah because i believe it was airspace over the whole the lake michigan up there yeah and norad ran some pretty interesting drills um i know this isn't going to come out today but today they ran some some interesting air defense drills um there was a Russian spy surveillance plane that breached our airspace. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it that lasted for 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they can get anything fucking flying in the air. They're yeah. decrepit army, but. Yeah, they're pretty much a joke. Yeah. Well, what they say? They have those Series 5 stealth fires that they have. They only have like five or something that are flying. They made 11 total. Six were for like to design and the other five are the actual ones and that's all they have that's is that it. russia mm-hmm. yeah yeah i heard putin made coffee tables out of the wings of the other ones yeah, it's just it's so crazy like how like i i honestly think because what we we're gonna get off a whole another fucking tangent about war here but they said that everybody just in all the people were so just dirty over there they just and they took all the money all the officials sure. just kept all the money but they just kept telling everybody yeah yeah they got all this they got all this so when the actually army went and they went to attack Ukraine. They literally had stuff from like the seventies and ammo oh, yeah. from like the eighties and seventies. Like just half the stuff didn't work, you know. And then like, everything was just so bad, and no one really like told Putin the truth. And so Putin thinks he's doing good until he finds out that he's getting shit on. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I feel like he's kind of like the Broncos, right? I mean, I it feel just sucks. <laughs> I, I didn't want to go there. Um, I just feel like. You know, he, everybody told him what he th- they thought he wanted to hear, and so you know, yeah, and put it's, a lot of people's lives at risk, and you know, they like to scream and make a bunch of noise and and act like they're this power that they maybe once were, but uh, corrupt, no. corrupt government, corrupt, yeah, economies, things like that can't, excuse me, can't sustain that, and and they're getting shown on the world stage really what they're capable of doing. So, yep, yeah. I was talking about balloons. Yeah. You had to go all deep into that. I just was following up on some conversations. So, 
Um, is, is that an? Do you appro- think these balloons have been shot down? Do you think there's actually been more, and we just this hasn't been such a oh, yeah. deal until now? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure they've been around for a long time. I, I kind of find it hard to believe they just start popping up now, and all of a sudden it's literally like, oh, one just went off course. Now there's five. You know, yeah. it seems a little ridiculous. Well, and I like that you know people say. Oh, it's just a weather balloon, but then they're losing their mind that we're recovering the the fact that they got mad they got shot down. Yeah, I don't. Not a we overreacted. Okay, let's go put a balloon up above China. Let's see what the fuck. Yeah, it didn't even get even close, man. They they take it out of the air in like seconds. No, yeah. it went all the way across the U.S. They shot it over the. No, no I know, we, no, if we oh, pull one up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it um, wouldn't make it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. No, uh, it's all just testing. It's like, you know. I think so. It's Everybody's like, spying on everyone. It. Yeah. 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 You puff your chest up until you actually punch someone. Nobody knows what happens. Yup. So, hey, Steve's on that. Steve's a fighter. Not me. Uh, yeah. I'm a lover. Nick's a lover. I'm going right. to go punch him here in a minute. So I like we'll to cuddle. Happens. He's going to punch me. I'm going to try to cuddle. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's going to give me mixed signals. I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> Works every time. So, we really appreciate you guys hanging in there with us. Um kind of we're all over the place but that's what? Nothing, that's happens. nothing new we stayed so. on task way more tonight than normal we did i don't know about that we had a few little wild tangents but um I mean, no i mean talk about chest pies a really yeah, good night to try pie is yeah, weird. it's for some people apparently really good pie is not my favorite but um I'll bring you one since y'all like coconut. No, thank you. No, <laughs> it looks like meringue. I'm not falling for that again. <laughs> Told y'all last time. All right. Well, to hell with it. We're going to end this thing off. So um, we had some great four gate bourbon and whiskey and some rice and burr rice and um, really appreciate what they're doing out there and looking forward to next week and doing something a little bit different for us and see where that gets us. Yeah. Good times, man. If you like what you're doing, uh, what we're doing, uh, help us out on YouTube. Hit uh, hit like and subscribe out there, and uh, you can join us on Facebook as well. Uh, we do have a private group out there. Make sure you answer the questions, agree to the rules, and we'll let you in. Definitely. And if you really want to get crazy, you can uh, join us on Patreon. Chess yeah. Chess pie is pecan pie stuff. without the nuts. Oh, shit. You don't even know what chess pie is. Look up. Chess pie is similar to pecan pie without any nuts, also known as Jefferson Davis pie. All Can right. you just call it that oh, next time, please? Oh, damn. Jefferson Look Davis pie. Coconut chess pie. Well, you added coconut just now. Nobody no, does I said it in the first time because we were talking about coconuts because mounds have nuts and or don't have nuts and all. Mounds have no nuts. No nuts. Hang on. We're going to play some Jeopardy music. <laughs> Hit the cricket button. Everybody hates that one. Shelly Shelly says they don't sound like crickets. Sound like crickets at all? It sounds sparrows. It's literally the same thing, just with coconut in it. Yeah, I mean, it's just I didn't. I don't know what the hell it is. It's just a type of pie. So it sounds. I love pecan pie filling. Mm, I like pecan pie too. So you mix that with some coconut. It's fine. Yep, Yep, yep. Especially if it's toasted. We almost ended the show, but we didn't. We did. Well, we're gonna end it now. So. What? Okay. We still got three more hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, guys. Oh, that was a good one.